Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Urell, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a fabulous lady here. Marie Jones is here. She's written a book called Natural Health, Your Complete Guide to Natural Remedies and Mindful Well-Being. And welcome to High Road to Humanity, Marie. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. This is amazing. I have to say, I have so many notes. You're going to see all my little marks that I've made through this and all my underlining. I was just uh, amazed by this book. So I'm really glad you came on today. You guys, let me give you a little information about Marie. She's an author of over 20 uh, nonfiction books. This is Wow. She's also a former radio host herself. Um, She's been interviewed on more than 2000 radio programs worldwide, including Coast to Coast, the Shirley MacLaine show. We'll have to ask her about that. And the Midnight in the Desert. She's um, been interviewed and contributed to dozens of print and online publications. And she makes her home in Southern California. You know, I just have, I guess my first question is, why did you, well, obviously you just felt there was a need for this? So with COVID and everybody going into lockdown and uh, for a long time, not getting outside, not, you know, just being under a lot of stress and anxiety. And I was seeing myself getting really sick, not, not just of COVID, but the, the stress and um, seeing a lot of people get sick and complaining about fatigue and whatnot. And I knew from a book that I had just put out called Toxin Nation about indoor air pollution. And I was really concerned about that with my own family, um, you know, being locked inside, you're not getting fresh air, vitamin D and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it was mainly because I had written a couple of books that were very heavy, research intensive. Um, I don't want to say downbeat, but just on subjects that were very, well, the, word, the only word that comes to mind is heavy. Right. And I felt like, you know, I'm a pretty positive, upbeat person. <clears throat> and my publisher, um, Visible Ink Press, and I, we really wanted to put something out to kind of counter a lot of what was happening and to give people ideas and options about improving their health, not just physical, but mental and emotional and sleeping mm-hmm. better and um, different modalities that they could that they could do online or where they were at and really just kind of put something out there. And also whenever I write something, I want it to be almost encyclopedic. Right. Because as a book buyer (laughs) and a lot of writers are aware of this, we know that books are a luxury right now. So when you buy a book, you're going to want to get A to Z. Like I don't want you to read this book and feel like, Oh, well now I got to go out and buy five more books because this is incomplete and yeah there were a million things that I could have put in but I always feel like it's a service to readers that you know here's one book I tried to get everything in there that I could so that you don't have to go spend a ton of money and it's really heavy you did a good job I just want to say man I mean the heaviest (laughs) you guys we have a a really bad 
done and I, I burn, you know, somebody breaks in and I knock them over the head with my natural health. <laughs> You knock them over. Okay. And my apologies, you guys, if we have any internet um, interruptions, my internet is not as good as it should be here in Albuquerque. And I don't know why. Um, but anyway, we'll just say a little prayer and ask that we make it through our interview. Yes. Listen, I want to talk this, this, there's so much. So I want to jump in. I hope you don't mind. You know, you you said nature has provided cures for thousands of years, which is true uh, with roots, plants, herbs, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 5,000 BC, the Samarians, of course, you know, it goes back that far. But what's really interesting and what I want to get into, which really hits home with me, and I've talked to other guests, is um, until about 1910, many medical schools were taught holistic therapies and modalities until the American Medical Association joined forces with John D. Rockefeller, and he became the force behind the pharmacology industry. Would you address that a little bit? Because I don't think everything really- changed. Yeah. You know, John D. Rockefeller Sr. literally restructured the face of medicine in, in America. And of course, you know, a lot of other countries tend to follow suit with what we do. So he was huge in the petrochemical industry and he wanted um, he wanted a way to sort of turn his petrochemical empire into something even bigger. And he saw the potential with pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and literally put his money in power. And this was in the early 1900s, um, building a monopoly of influencing medical schools, uh, textbooks, curriculum, doctors and, and clinics and sending out his, his minions, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to sort of look at what they were doing and then come back and launched a huge propaganda campaign against the more naturopathic homeopathic medicine. And because he was such a powerful and influential person and he joined forces with um, Carnegie Foundation with the American Medical Association and the World Health Organization. Yeah, the American Cancer Society and just literally restructured medicine so that it went away from naturopathic and toward allopathic treating systems with pharmaceuticals cut slash burn is a lot of you know or pop a pill is a lot of people like to say i would say that he singularly is the most powerful force behind why we now are so dependent on pharmaceuticals and and people you know just they say a lot of people that I talk to believe that natural medicine is new. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. It was the way, you know, right? Uh, whether you're talking about Eastern traditions or even here in the West until this happened. Yeah. And that's why I wanted you to address it. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wrote down oh, here. No. In 1977, the World Health Organization released its global declaration to denounce I just want you guys to know this natural yeah. medicine and promote drug-based um, medicine throughout the countries. And if you were part of the United Nations, then that was what you did. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, it's hard for me to say because I don't know all of these people and what was in their hearts, whether they were doing this because they were benefiting financially from this new restructured medicine and public health 
you know, heavily dependent. They had on to have people. been. They had to. Or have if they actually thought they were doing the right thing. It's like, oh, we've got this, you know, pharmaceutical industry where there's a pill for every symptom. But that was the problem right there. Rather than nature, which provides a cure for every symptom, <laughs> we're talking about something to cover up every symptom. And that's been the huge difference. Correct. To cover it up yeah. instead of cure it, you know, and that's true. And, you know, I'm, I'm real into God. I'm real connected with God. You can say source, higher power, whatever you want, but we were created and the earth was created and all these plants and animals were created in trees and herbs so that they could heal us. And that was all part of the plan. It's, it's actually kind of shocking. Um, Cause I've written in the past about uh, her herbology and a lot of, uh, the various herbs and plants that are out there, I had no idea the healing properties that, you know, like a simple like oregano <laughs> or lemon balm. And I just started to realize every single thing that we complain about, cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's, um, diabetes, you name it, down to, you know, skin, eczema, what have you. There is an herb or a plant out there yep. that, in many studies has shown to cure it at a similar or greater rate than pharmaceuticals because pharmaceuticals are so focused on covering symptoms. Um, I had high blood pressure and in the past I was put on so many high blood pressure medications. Why? To get my numbers down. Guess what? Didn't work because they were not addressing the cause. And so I went off all of them, cold turkey, probably, you know, shouldn't have done that. But I said, you know, forget it. This is ridiculous. Learned everything I could, drinking hibiscus tea and, you know, taking ashwagandha and all these different things. And my blood pressure is now normal. Now there are still yes. things that I'm dealing with, but those pills did nothing. And then when I tried to point out to my doctor, do you realize that some of the side effects of these blood pressure medications you've given me are is high blood pressure? And, and a lot of them just looked at me in shock, like they never bothered to look. And I'm not saying don't take pharmaceuticals. I think that they can be life-saving, certainly. But we have kicked natural medicine to the curb, yep. so to speak. I mean, there are still many people practicing and aware of it. And I think that's actually growing now as we're sort of realizing we can't keep living this way. Right. But, um, the media doesn't help because they are part of the same system that the pharmaceutical companies are. Right, exactly. Yeah. Got a couple minutes before commercial break, but I want to just um, reiterate a little about what you just said. I'm on five milligrams of high blood pressure medication, and I'll just have to look in the book and see what I need to take because they kept giving it to me because my blood pressure was high, and I kept saying it doesn't feel right, and I wouldn't take it. I was like you. Same thing with the statin. I won't take the statin. They want to no, give I can't, statin. No. I won't take it. And then they want to give you a statin. And then they tell you on top of the statin, you need to take, uh, what is it? CoQ10. Uh, yeah, CoQ10. Yeah. And it's like, are you, but I am so in tune with my body, like you, I can feel that you are too, that you know, this isn't right. It doesn't feel right. It didn't make me feel right. I got leg cramps. I was yeah. tired. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, I'm so not. So it created more symptoms. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And then my kids will say, oh my God, mom, take that high blood pressure medicine. Don't you know it's the silent killer? And I'm like, dude, don't you know that this pill, I think it's the silent, the silent killer. killer. <laughs> anyway, listen, we got to go to commercial break. I'm here with Marie D. Jones. You guys, this book is fabulous. Natural Health, Your Complete Guide to Natural Remedies and Mindful Wellbeing. This is Nancy Eroth. This is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I have some very exciting news to share with you. High Road to Humanity can now be found on Apple TV and Roku. I've signed on with Healing Within TV, and this is where you'll find my channel, High Road to Humanity. This platform offers live interaction, so you'll be able to ask questions and call in when we go live. I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show all these years, and I will see you on the high road. God bless. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Marie Jones. She's written a really cool book about natural health, and that's what we're talking about. And I'm so glad you joined me today, Marie. Thank you. Um, I want to mention because uh, I could get on my soapbox about all this stuff, but in the 19s and ni- 1950s and 1960s is when chiropractic started to come back. Midwives started to come back. Mm-hmm. They did not, the pharmaceutical industry did not want midwives. They did not want chiropractors. No. Talk about competition. Yeah. It's competition. Yeah. Um, well, here's an interesting thing. Somebody, uh, you know, people have been posting these images of beaches in the 1970s with just, you know, hundreds of people crowding like Atlantic City or or beaches in California and pointing out how many people are obese. You can't find any in the crowd. I mean, there was a time and I'm 60. So I remember growing up, um, none of my relatives were obese. Nobody that I knew, I mean, there were, there were people that were overweight or obese, but today it's such, the prevalence of obesity is incredible. And that is an indicator of ill health. And I'm fighting some weight gain from COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and it is one of the leading causes of heart disease, cancer, you name it. So I think in the 50s and the 60s, there was a sort of a push for a comeback to natural medicine. And that carried through into the 70s and 80s, where you had a lot of spiritually attuned medicine, homeopathy, you had um, uh, meditation and people going within and all of that, the new age, quote unquote, mm-hmm. was all about body, mind and spirit and the realization that we're not just physical bodies that you could put a pill into 
or cut a tumor out of and then throw us back to the wolves and say, you're healed now. Right. Our body, mind, and spirit, if you don't heal one of those three, the others are going to get out of whack. So I think that there is a resurgence. And then I think during the 90s through just fairly recently, the pharmaceutical industry began a massive pushback. Now, with social media, I think we're seeing it reverse a little because people are talking more about, hey, you know, this did not work for me. Mm-hmm. Statins, I can't take statins. They kill my stomach. They cramp my muscles. Right. And I also did some research into statins, and they don't do anything to stop or prevent or lower your chances of heart disease. Mm-hmm. What they do do is, is deplete CoQ10, which is so important to your body that that depletion alone can cause heart disease. And that's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so there is a pushback now because the ability for us to spread information is, is just unlike anything in the past. Right. Thanks to the internet and social media. Well, yeah. And, you know, I want to rewind a little bit too. you know, back in the day, there was a gentleman, Harry, and is it Hoxie? He operated 17, um, alternative healthcare clinics in the 1950s. And I just want to bring this up. He was arrested over a hundred times and jailed. Mm-hmm. He had treated 12,000 patients successfully who had cancer. The FDA shut all his clinics down by 1960. So my take on this, and this is my take only, is that this was a whole population control thing is what I think. Because why would you do that? And a money thing. It's a money, 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 money thing. Whether you even Mm -hmm. want to go into the population control, talk about the cash. Because, and I just want to say this because I'm a a real estate broker. And so I kind of mingled with a lot of the people who work for the pharmaceutical companies when I was younger. And they made a ton of money and all had companies cars and they would go into these doctor's offices and schmooze them like no other. And I saw it and Mm -hmm. use our medication and we'll give you perks. And this was a whole, and I, and I would imagine, obviously it still goes on. Oh, absolutely. I think every time you go into a doctor's office, just look around at all the little tchotchkes and things that they have, you know, free pens or free lotions or what have you with different (coughs) pharmaceutical or drug names on it's all part of the promotion and several times when I my son had to go to the doctor a lot he had a disability as a child so several times you know we'd be sitting in the doctor's office and here comes some gorgeous man or woman in a suit you know with their and we're waiting an hour and they're like oh go right on back and I I uh, had a friend whose wife was a farm pharmaceutical rep for a major major company and she quit in disgust because she kind of caught on to this is not about making people better this is about stockholders and shareholders and um you know financial bottom lines and profits and but you did bring up population control and i totally agree with you thank you i i believe that because you you can't unsee what you see Right. And when you see it all laid out, it's way it's not a coincidence that there are so many things going on mm-hmm. to keep us sick, unhealthy, anxious, depressed, 
attacking each other. You know, there's just so I many know. factors. Now, if you have a population that is super healthy, vibrant, and vital and happy, you can't tell them what you can't control their buying and, you know, what influences their mind. Right. They're strong. They're not going to fall for every, ask your doctor if this is right for you. I read an article about a month ago about that campaign, which I'm sure you have in your area. I'm in San Diego. Ask your doctor if such and such is right for you. That is a very strategic propaganda marketing campaign Mm -hmm. that they're actually having great success with because people are asking their doctors about drugs that they don't even have the symptom for. I know. And you know, I got to tell you something. When you watch these commercials, I have, and I laugh because I can see through it all. And they tell you all the side effects. It's just- Oh my God, it's a riot. I mean, it should be on Saturday Night Live. That's how funny it is. But it's it's a riot. It's tragic. And some of, sometimes even one of the side effects is death. I know. <laughs> You're like, okay. You gotta be kidding me. Let me take and, that. You know, and interestingly, they have to do that in order to get the advertising. Although, because the FDA here in the United States is so in bed with the pharmaceutical industry, I'm kind of surprised that they're not just taking that off. Because I know that they've been doing all kinds of shenanigans like that. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. It's funny. Sometimes the side effects section of the commercials are longer. But then they always end on some upbeat note. With no, them. it's like, well, marching and happy. Ask your doctor what such and such. <laughs> I don't want to take something where the side effect is death or paralysis or blindness. Right. Well, let me, let me eat right and exercise. <laughs> and that's really what it is. And I want to talk about that. We've got, you and I are going to be on for a while, but I've got so much to talk about with you. I want to say, and I'm kind of jumping ahead of my notes, but the fast food industry has yeah. been a huge contributor to this. Um, you know, the processed food. Now I'm to a point in my life, I'll just say this, where I really watch everything I eat. And if I will stop, if I stop at McDonald's and even have a fish sandwich, I get sick. Yeah, yeah. My body rejects it. I can't have the processed food anymore because I've eaten right for so long. My body's like, oh, hell no, you can't have that. Excuse my language. (laughs) And the same thing I feel about meat. And I want you to talk about meat. And I want you to talk about this fake meat. Uh, Talk about it. You know, I mean, I eat meat. I love meat. I'm a total carnivore. But I buy grass-fed, you know, I try to buy the highest quality I can. And I don't eat a lot of it. I don't eat a lot of carbs. I try to avoid sugar because over time, you start to feel like, you start to notice Mm -hmm. when you eat something healthy, I feel okay. When you don't, you feel like crap. I mean, you're just, the problem with people today is I think nobody's in tune with their bodies much anymore. Maybe that's part of taking too many pills where we've kind of just numbed out. I don't know what it is. But um, so one of the big proponents of fake meat is Bill Gates. And that's because he, uh, his foundation has invested millions of dollars. He has his own fake meat line. He's working with um, two of the biggest fake meat companies under the, uh, the guise of climate change, you know, preventing climate change which is totally ridiculous because you know he's having a filet mignon whenever he can. 
The problem with fake meat is if you look at the ingredients, there's like over two dozen ingredients in some fake meat products and they're not natural. So how is that, unless you're morally or ethically not eating meat, if you're doing it for health, I would strongly suggest that you do not eat fake meat. You don't eat fake anything. It's made in a lab. It's synthetic. It's right. Frankenstein food. Right. If you want to eat meat and you eat willing to pay a little bit more, you know, go to a farmer's market and, and your local ranchers and farmers will be happy to provide the meat. That they, and here's the other thing now, I'm sure you know all about how they're literally destroying food production plants, farms. Um, yeah, let's, in, yeah, I want to say this. crazy. I got to go to break, but I want to say that I saw on the news that they, that like 10 different meatpacking plants, processing plants, they have burned to the ground. Yeah. And I want you guys to realize what's happening. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say something because they're pushing us to try to yes, the great reset. We'll talk about the great reset. Yeah. So I'm here today <laughs> with Marie D. Jones. Her book is natural health. This is Nancy. you out. This is high road to humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on high road to humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high. The world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with a fabulous guest. Marie D. Jones is here today. Marie, how do people find you? Uh, they can go to my website, mariedjones.com, or I'm all over social media, just Marie D. Jones. Easy enough. Fabulous book. Fabulous information, you guys. I mean, there is so much in here. There's no way we could ever cover this in a couple shows it would take. But talk about, we were. Ta- I was talking about how all these, I don't know if the public knows that. Of the general public is paying attention, but I've noticed that these processing plants have burned to the ground. And you started to tell us what was happening, I think, in Denmark. 
Yeah. So um, I think at, as of today, over 24 food processing, ranch farms, what have you, egg processing plants have been either uh, burnt to the ground or destroyed, explosives, what have you. So these are not accidents. And the media is not covering it. They censor everything that doesn't go with their narrative. Um, but it's happening. And Dutch farmers have been under attack by their government to shut down their farms. And, and this is just insane. And turn their land over to the government so it can do what it wants with that land. And they're protesting like crazy. They've got their tractors out. They're blocking roads, riot. You know, they're, they're, I mean, they're talking about their livelihood here. Mm -hmm. Now, this is happening in a small country, but it's also happening here. Um, yeah. And, you know, they discourage people to have gardens. I saw that. Oh, my gosh. In fact, I printed that out because I was going to bring that up. Yeah. The Sun did an article on July 1st. Talk about it. it. Talking about how you get a heart attack now if you garden. And so you shouldn't do gardening to uh, store up on extra food. But what was funny, which is totally ridiculous, and, and is, I think, intended to cover up the side effects of, of something else that most people know about. Um, but what was funny is that the article, which was then went all over media, was re uh, reproduced and duplicated, was that they're admitting that our soil, air, and water is absolutely degraded. So it was an admission, a stupid admission on behalf of, you know, whoever decided to put that out. And it wasn't the sun. I'm sure the sun was getting their information from elsewhere. But just the fact that they don't want you to grow your own food. When we're looking at food shortages, higher food prices, to me, transcends the boundary of whatever, you know, whatever is acceptable and something sinister. It yeah. has now become sinister. When it you is. are telling people not to grow their own food and save their own rainwater, whatever, that is sinister. Well, and it's time for people to stand up. Yeah. Just like the Dutch are. And it's time for, I think, you know, it's interesting. I think enough people, and this is why I do this show, just so you know. Because yeah. we have to get the word out what's important and get back to the basics and get back. And, and it's like we almost have to rewind in time and go back to what made us healthy a long time ago and stop. You know, the more of us that just go along with it, just like the COVID and the thing, right. the more of us that go along with it, you know, it's just going to keep going. But the, the more compliance. of us. Yeah, yeah, the obedience is what's going to destroy humanity. And I hate to sound so I'm usually a very happy, upbeat person. And I do think that this can all be stopped. Um, but if people are being compliant because they think it's virtuous and good. No, that's, it's not. that's insanity. Um, and this is your health and the health of your children. And that's something that, you know, if this book it doesn't, inspire people to improve their own health at least think about your children and and what they're consuming and what they're exposed to and what governments are now trying to take control of i mean parents here in california have hardly any rights anymore you know they're deciding what's going to be shot into our kids and 
what they're going to teach our kids without asking parents. It's like, right. when did the government become the parents and when did that become okay? Well, and I saw the lady talking <laughs> about, uh, she was uh, from the National Association of um, Educators. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly what it, what it's called, but I think that's it. National Association of Education. They had their big, you know, convention or whatever. And she was talking about, you know, um, all these things that they're going to teach our kids, but they, but their agenda was not printed for the public to see. So, and I've got a little bit of unstable in my connection, you guys. Hopefully I'll come back. Are you still with me, Marie? Okay. Okay. Now I see you. So with me? Okay, cool. I, this lady was telling um, their, their agenda of what they're going to teach our children. And this is across the board, across the United yeah. States. But they didn't pub publicize the agenda. Of oh, of course not. <laughs> and a guy put it out on TikTok, or not TikTok, on Twitter. And yeah. he was taken down immediately. Yeah, the censorship is insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. And let's talk about some of this stuff. I mean, you know, right now we have cool stuff like acupuncture because we're made of energy and it balances right, right. all those about, energy modalities. Yeah, right. you talk about that. She talks about aromatherapy. You talk about EFT tapping. You talk about hands-on healing, which is something I do and, and shooting the energy to heal other people. Um, massage therapy, Reiki sound therapy. I am so big into music, healing, yes. the vibration. Yes. You know, there's so much. There's a modality for anybody. I mean, if you don't like the idea of getting a massage, you know, you could do Tai Chi, you could do movement therapy, you could do, um, you know, therapy with supplementation. There's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there are so many different modalities speaks volumes because all of these have something in common and that's that they work with energy and vibration and frequency because we are energy beings mm -hmm. and that's something that the pharmaceutical industry doesn't acknowledge take into consideration they want us to be chemical synthetic cyborgs or whatever mm -hmm. um and and we're not right now we're not right i want to talk about sugar and I'll tell you what, I know how bad sugar is for people. My mom had diabetes. My grandmother had diabetes. My sister runs a diabetes, diabetes clinic. And then my daughter came to visit and she's buying all these donuts and sugary things. And I said, oh. yeah. And I said, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'll have a little of this and a little of that. And I said, you can't do that because it runs in our family and you will get diabetes from eating all the sugar. Exactly. And among it, a lot of other things. Among, right. And you know, I got to tell you, when I drive by a store that's all candy and sugar, I cringe now yeah. because it's like poison. Talk about this poison that it is. It in is our fact, it's considered the most addictive substance, more so than alcohol, drugs, nicotine. Um, and it went through a similar process that we went through with uh, the pharmaceutical industry back in the early 1900s, where a propaganda campaign literally changed the face of medicine. Well, the face of food went through something similar, where sugar, the sugar industry started this assault 
against fat. Now, natural healthy fats are good for us, but they saw an enemy that they could use in all of their attacks on health. It's fat. It's not sugar. Sugar's fine. Sugar's okay. You can eat sweets. Blah, blah, blah. You can eat carbohydrates. Fat's bad. Fat's bad. Fat's bad. And it, it got embedded into our diets and obviously has not worked because, again, we have more obesity. We have more disease, cancer, whatnot than ever. Yeah, our food, sugar, everything. Yeah. And a lot of that was, and it's the, um, the Sugar Research Foundation. This was a trade group that started this sort of propaganda campaign. And here's the thing that they, they knew what they were doing because what sugar does to the brain is it totally gets it hooked. It gives you that shot of, you know, feel good and energy yeah, yeah, yeah. crash, but then, you know, you keep wanting it and, it and it tastes so good. And then, you know, junk food combines the bad fats with sugar and salt, all of the things that you get hooked on. And, but it was still all about negating fat and what healthy fats could do for us, which now the research is completely coming back around. We understand all of olive oil and um, low fat diets don't work and avocados and things like that are really good for us. But right. the sugar industry still is incredibly powerful. There is sugar in everything. And the problem with like, you know, when my son was young, <clears throat> granted, yeah, I, I let him have treats now and then. But I try to tame that. But even when you go to buy normal food, you don't realize how much hidden sugars are in there. And they're always different names. So yeah. it's hard to know how much sugar you're giving your kids or yourself. Right. They call it syrup or something <clears throat> else. Right. Maltodextrose. Yeah. Or, I just think it's poison. And I want to say, I love that you talk in your book. A couple of the alternatives are honey. One yeah. is molasses. Um, really quick, I want to bring up magical manuka honey because it has, uh, oh, it, yeah. It has yeah, talk about that. It has a natural antibacterial. Is that yes. right? I think Probably. it's anti-inflammatory as well. It's hard to get, you know, a, it's a little bit expensive. Look for manuka. You could get it online. I know in our local, um, I think it's Whole Foods or Sprouts, they have a, a, a whole shelf of it. And I have a friend who, for a while, was getting into the honey industry and actually beekeeping. And he told me about it. And so I started to do research. And it has a different flavor, too. Yeah. It's a little bit nuttier, I think. And, and the texture is different from, you know, never buy that honey in the bear jar. That's, that's junk honey. So, and, and, you know, if you don't like the taste of honey, you want something a little heavier, you know, with molasses, you could try um, monk fruit, stevia. But here's the thing, like you said, once you stop eating a lot of sugar, a weird thing happens to when you do, it's so disgustingly sweet that you just decide to kind of walk away from it. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. All right, we got to go to commercial break. Her book, you guys, this is what it looks like. It's called Natural Health. It's by Marie D. Jones. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Yeah, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift 
you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. We're on our last segment here today with Marie D. Jones. Marie, if people want to find you, it's mariedjones.com. Is that proper? Yep. Okay, and the book, <laughs> the book is Natural Health, you guys. It's amazing. You know, we were talking about the Manuka um, honey, and there is a little um, drink that you put together. Talk about this. It's like a... I've been, yeah, so I've got this from Dr. Eric Berg, who I absolutely adore. He's a, a chiropractor, nutrition expert. Um, who's actually saved a lot of lives with this information, but also a couple of other sources, Dr. Becky Glassby, a number of people have talked about this wonderful drink that you can take either first thing in the morning 
or before dinner that is supposed to help burn fat, especially, especially the fat around the mid, the organs in the midsection. Okay. Totally balance out your digestive system, clear skin. I mean, it's just amazing. And so basically it's um, one t- tablespoon or teaspoon of honey, preferably the best you can get, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar that includes the mother. Bragg's is one of the Bragg's, best. Yeah. Milky stuff in there. That's the mother. Um, squeeze half a lemon to taste because the apple cider vinegar, you know, not the tastiest thing in the world. And some people put a dash of cayenne pepper because that ups your metabolism and it's uh-huh. really good for circulation. Okay. And you, you know, blend it, mix it, hold your nose if you have to, and just drink it like a shot uh, with eight ounces water, preferably. And uh, it's supposed to be this wonder drink. And that's because apple cider vinegar has unbelievable properties. Lemon, probably the best source of vitamin C that you can get. Um, honey, we talked about the benefits of honey, antifungal, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, and cayenne pepper. <clears throat> so if you can tolerate that, but even just having those things, in, you know, by the- every day or do you do it? You like- do it every day. Now, with apple cider cider vinegar, you might want to use a straw because it can, it's very acidic. It can harm the enamel of your teeth if you're just chugging it straight. Um, But it it just shows you how there are so many natural things out there with incredible properties on their own. And then when you put them together, it's like, whoa, these are wonder concoctions. Yeah. I want you to talk about chocolate. Because now intuitively, it's really interesting. Intuitively, I'm drawn to lemons. Intuitively, I'm drawn to vinegar. Intuitively, I'm drawn to dark chocolate. Yes. And there's a difference for you. (laughs) Yes, I know. Talk about there's a difference between cocoa and cacao. Cacao, cacao, cacao. So cocoa is processed. And that's all you need to know. Whenever anything is processed, it's pretty much stripped of all of its good stuff. And uh, milk chocolate is one of the worst things that you can have because it's so high in sugar and it's processed, heavily processed. <clears throat> and that's the reason why if you have a Hershey bar, you can taste the difference than if you have an 80, 90% cacao, you know, dark chocolate bar, mm-hmm. which is actually good for you because mm-hmm. it's, you know, antioxidants through the roof. It's got anti-inflammatory and it's a way for you to get that little bit of, I'm having candy or, or something sweet. You just have maybe one square or two squares. And, and so you can satisfy that, that craving that you might reach for a donut or a cookie or a cupcake for. And you're actually doing something good. The problem is when you eat the entire bar, <laughs> you've got to keep in mind, you know, there's a lot of calories and you might be getting a little too much of uh, sugar. But a dark chocolate is fabulous. It has to be high quality. You know, there are a lot of companies that throw dark chocolate, chocolate chips in a bag and you think, oh, it's dark chocolate. This is the good stuff. Not true. Because they can call something dark chocolate just by the color, the dyeing it. It's got to be good quality dark chocolate. And, you know, you could get a nice sized bar for about five, six bucks because you're only having two squares now and then when you really get that urge, it'll last you a while. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. I love what you say about coffee because I'm a coffee drinker, but I have to watch it because you can drink too much and it does yeah. 
And, and so talk about coffee because it does lower the risk of overall mortality, uh, Alzheimer's, uh, dementia. Uh, heart disease. But if you drink too much, you're getting a little too much caffeine. Okay. So, you know, they, they usually say up to five cups is good. Now, I remember when I was in my 20s, I used to, I worked at a, a record company, Warner Brothers. Oh, wow. So I used to drink eight cups a day because we were so high energy. And the pot was always full and I was right next to the, you know. Oh, my gosh. And no wonder, you know, I was always like jittery. <laughs> I d I'm down to one cup, one big cup in the morning. Okay. But here's the thing. And this is something that I learned, you know, researching these books is not all coffee is made the same. Coffee contains a lot of mold and toxins. Oh. And the way that it's grown and processed and delivered to you in a container makes so much difference. Okay. Um, so the best coffee that you can get is organic. Look for mold-free. There's plenty to, you know, at your store, but also online. A good quality, preferably fair trade, shade-grown Um excuse me and you can get you know the different variations medium rich uh, dark light coffees okay i didn't probably if you grind your own beans it's that's, better that's what i was wondering sometimes the vacuum packing is not the greatest in coffee that you buy it's better to buy coffee in a bag than a canister or a tub like you'll see them come in the big tub okay but it is it, again it's so good for you as long as you get the best quality coffee that you can find and don't drink a whole lot of it because you will not be able to sleep I know. <laughs> and you, you know you will start to feel jittery yeah i want it there's so much more to talk about but i want it this is something that's really important and i'll try to hit a couple more subjects here real quick a lot of us myself included i don't eat a lot of meat like you i only buy like grass fed i don't eat meat every day every right. Days, every three days, maybe. But then you worry about iron deficiency or zinc deficiency um, to, and, or vit, you know, vitamin C deficiency. And right. I did have a little bit of that when I first went vegan. And then I realized I had to put a little meat back. You want to talk about that a little bit? Supplements are tricky because you can be deficient in a micro, you know, like a mineral, like copper. And your body will, you'll just feel awful, but you probably won't ascribe it to a copper deficiency. So, and it, it kind of requires you to read up on the different vitamins and minerals and what they do for the body and how you feel when you're deficient. And you might be able to pinpoint, oh, you know what? Zinc, I don't eat enough zinc or get enough in my diet because getting it in your diet is always best. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of these symptoms of defi deficiency. Now, I would say that you could talk to your doctor about it. But they don't have a clue. They are not taught nutrition no. in uh, medical school. Mm -mm. If you have a homeopathic doctor or a chiropractor, they tend to have way more education. But you can also do a lot of research. And you could try with supplements. I would never go, uh, you know, take too much of, say, chromium or zinc or uh some trace mineral or even a vitamin because like if you take too much vitamin a it's toxic oh wow but you can look for a really good high quality multivitamin high quality not one a day 
in order for you to get all your vitamins and minerals, it takes a lot more than one tablet a day. In fact, four to eight tablets is sort of the norm. Right. And look to see that they have all of those minerals and, and see how you feel. You can supplement, you know, uh, separately. Like I take CoQ10. I take ubiquinol. I take um, zinc. I take quercetin. Because I've learned enough about, okay, I feel like my allergies could benefit from quercetin or I need vitamin C. Now, not all vitamin C is created equal. There right. are different types. There's high quality and low quality, isn't there? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and you don't just go online or go to the store and buy cheap vitamins because they're not good. you're wasting your money and they could be hurting you. And there's a lot of fillers. So look for something without fillers. Right. You know, we've got a couple minutes left and there's so much more to talk about, like cannabis and CBD and mushrooms and all that stuff. But there's one thing I want to talk about real quick before we get out of here. And it's driving me nuts. I'm watching these people on these commercials drink these veggie powder drinks. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just eat vegetables? Yeah, there's such an aversion. When I was a kid, look at when I was a kid, I hated Brussels sprouts. Right. Now, I cannot get enough. I don't know if there's a toxicity of eating too much Brussels sprouts, but I think we just have such an aversion to um, vegetables because they don't have, they're not sweet, right? We eat fruit because fruit has sugar, sweet. And and we don't really, and it's like a laziness. It's like the pharmaceutical pop the pill. It's a lot easier than going out and working out and getting out in the sun and, you know, working on your, your attitude and it's just easier to take the pill. So I think that those powders are the easy way out or for people that just cannot stand. But I guess I would rather have them take a high quality powder, like the greens, than yeah. not do it at all. You know, yeah, I've been tempted to buy some of the greens powders, but I can't stand powder. You know, the no, well, I'll eat my broccoli. I do too. Sometimes I'll just put right. broccoli for dinner and that's it. Yeah. Put a little butter on it. Really good, high quality. Yeah. Cherry gold butter and you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Marie, we got to get out of here for today. Tell everybody again how they can find you. They can go to my website, www.mariedjones.com. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Marie D. Jones. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for oh, this book. You guys laugh. Thanks for having me. Yeah, there's so much in here. She talks about brain power. She talks about going within essential oils. You guys are going to sleep. Sleep. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> I did 10 shows just talking about sleep, boy. I love it. I love it. Well, you'll have to come back and see us again on the high. I would love to. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys, this is Nancy Yerald. If you want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyyerald.com, and I will bring you messages from the angelic realm. And um, I hope you guys enjoy your week and everybody take care and God bless. Please join me next week on the high road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. Have a blessed week and know by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message from the angels. God bless.